Pinterest. Should you be using it for your small business? We're talking about what the big advantages of using it are in episode 31 of Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. I was thrilled to have Katrina on the show with me to talk about Pinterest. Pinterest is a really great tool for a lot of different kinds of businesses, but other than it being a place to pin the things that you like, are there strategies that you can be using to help get more traffic to your website? And the answer is yes. Katrina has a lot of great tips to share. So let's jump into the interview and find out all about them. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, Katrina. I'm really glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Awesome. Let's start off by having you tell everybody a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Perfect. Hey guys, my name is Katrina. I am a co-owner of Toss Network, which is a network that comprises of four different blogs. So basically what that means is that I control a team of writers and um, do a bunch of marketing for different companies and have people come to our blogs. Our main one is one that's based on family interests, so how-tos, tips and tricks, advice, that sort of thing. And then secondary to that, we also have a business of blogging blog, which I have my own podcast as well, Sandbox to Success Through. And today we're going to talk about something that you enjoy and that's really helpful for bloggers, but also for business owners, and that's Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Like, honestly, I could talk about Pinterest all day. Excellent. So let's talk about that. Why do you think that business owners need to be paying attention to Pinterest? If you have not started with Pinterest already or you've never been on Pinterest, you really need to go and just like pause and do that right now (laughs) because it is so important. And then come back, of course, (laughs) because it is so important to your business. Um, With our blogs, which I understand blogging content might be a little bit different than uh, traditional businesses, but I've had my own small businesses in the past, so I completely understand uh, where business owners are coming from. It's a free platform where it drives traffic right to your content. So that is the number one reason why you should be using it. The user base is huge. There are millions of people on it. So if you're in a business geared towards mainly females and the demographic between that 18 and 35, like this is really your sweet spot. Just to give you an idea for numbers, for our blogs, about 85% of our total traffic comes from Pinterest or started at Pinterest and then trickles down from there. And that's like tens of thousands of views each month. So you'd be leaving that on the table if you're not already on Pinterest. Yeah, and I mean, I think I've said this before on the show. I think most businesses should have a blog. It's a really good idea to have a blog for a variety of reasons. But then if you want people to see your blog, you need to make sure that you're getting out there and promoting it. And Pinterest is one of the ways that you can just get more eyeballs on your content, right? Perfect. Yeah, exactly. And if you're particularly if you're already writing that content, like when small business owners, particularly in like this e-commerce internet space, we're always told that we should have some sort of blog or content creation component to what we're doing. And that's great for, you know, search engine optimization and that sort of thing. But that's not the only revenue. And with search engine optimization, there's so much competition that you want to do anything you can to make it stand out just a little bit more. And so for Pinterest, the only thing that you really need to do to make your content Pinterest ready is to slap on an image. 
so that you can use that with like a free tools like PicMonkey or if you're graphically inclined you can do something you know in Photoshop. The dimensions are just like a big rectangle and just make up something that looks nice, has a little bit of a title on to it, put it into your post and at the very least somebody can pin from there if you don't want to actively be doing it yourself. Okay so you to be able to use Pinterest you need to have an image in your content because when it grabs the the content it needs an image for it to work. Is that right? Yes. So it, you need to have some sort of image. So what I recommend is to have t at least two images on every blog post that you do. One that is like a regular rectangle shape, so horizontal. That can be used in platforms such as Twitter and Facebook. Um, 600 by 315 is pretty much what you're aiming for there if you're for the people that really want that info. And then you want a long vertical one to go on Pinterest. So that would be like 600 wide, or sorry, 700 wide by 1300 long. And the reason for that is that when you go to Pinterest, you'll see that Pinterest is just like a pin board collection of everyone's different photos that they put in. Anything from, it could be like parenting tips, like what I do, or if you're part of like geeky fandoms, like for Supernatural and that, like I am, then, <laughs> <laughs> then you can see that people write like different funny things there as well. So it's a huge amount of different things, but they all are these long rectangles because Pinterest allows you to have that space and you really want to maximize it because when people are searching on there or looking, they're going to be looking for what's catching their eyes. It's a visual space. Not so much like some like Twitter is mostly like written and you're reading, but Pinterest is very, very visual. So you can go long and so take advantage of that. It, it'll pin a tiny little picture if that's what you created, but if you created a big long one, it'll show all of it. So you may as well take advantage. It will um, shorten it if you go like too, too long. That's why I recommend about that 1300 pixels long. But if you want to go longer, then it'll have like a, you know, see more and you just, they can click on that and see that as well. Okay. So my next question is, how do you get seen on Pinterest? So it's one thing to have an image, then you want to pin it yourself. Is that the first thing to do? Yeah, uh, yeah. so you want to have a Pinterest account. If you have a visual, say for example, you have a jewelry business. So you're going to have the your Pinterest account, you're going to set one up for free, and you're going to have it, you know, like Katrina's Jewelry. And then when you go there, then you want to set up as a business account. And the reason why you want to set up as a business account is because Pinterest, when you have a business account, will give you stats. And again, it's free. There's no paid component to it at all. And you want to be able to then to track to see what people like. So in my fictional jewelry business for Katrina's business, I want to have my most popular or like jewelry trends for spring and make up nice images from there. So then you create boards which I know this all can sound really confusing at first, but if you just go on Pinterest, it'll all make a lot more sense to you when you see it in person. So I want to have one that's just my stuff, so like Katrina's jewelry. And then I could have one for spring trends, so then I can also put that image into that board. Then I can also have another board, you know, for fall trends and uh, winter trends, different things by color, so blue. And then weddings, kids, like there's lots of varieties of whatever would make sense for your business. You can create these boards around. What I would also recommend is that you find group boards. So where there's more than one person pinning to them and you request to add uh, to join those as well. 
A pin groupie is a great website where you can put in whatever it is that you want to board on and it will tell you which one is the best one to choose. So, and then you can request to join from there. So you, for my jewelry business, I would want to add in different group boards on different jewelry making or crafts or perhaps like interior design or fashion because those would go with that business as well. Different things that just would complement what you're already doing. Awesome. Okay. And that, you know, that works really well. I've done a, a, an episode about curating content and how it's important to figure out what your audience values and how you can help give them that information. And that's, that's one of the opportunities on Pinterest is to create these boards where it's not just your information, but it's overall valuable information to them, but you put your information into it too. Right, because then when you have this business account, you get to choose like your icons so you can put your logo and that sort of thing. So say you have a, a you pinned something from somebody else that's very popular, at the very bottom it will show who it is pinned by. So then that way they can always come back to you and then you can gain followers that way so people can get more used to your branding, right, and your logo, which is something that every small business owner kind of struggles with. Okay, and I think something important you said that even I wasn't quite always sure of was when you pin your new blog post or whatever it is that you're pinning, you're not pinning it in one place. You're pinning it to multiple different boards and maybe with different explanations of why or do you just pretty much do the same thing but make sure it's in a lot of different places? Right, because Pinterest is a search engine. So it's just kind of just like Google or anywhere else, right? Is that people will go into that search bar and they'll put in what they're looking for. So when you have more of your content on there, it'll rank you higher in their algorithms. Because then Pinterest knows that you're a little bit more valuable. So then the more that you pin your own content, so you don't just pin it once and you forget it. Like you go through, something I just did yesterday is I went through our, we have about, 1300 posts and I put them all into a spreadsheet so that I can go back and I can pin on a regular basis like by seasons etc and just keep repinning my posts to my boards now I'm not only repinning my stuff or pinning my stuff to my boards or else there'd be no value to that because every time someone goes it would be my same pins over and over again but I'm also then pinning other people's in between so that it's always kind of fresh and new and are there tips for getting people to repin your stuff? So you want to make sure your images are that long rectangle, like I said before, and that they're really good enticing images. When you do your images, if you want to have text, a little bit of text at top is fine, but you don't want to be burying the photo either. Again, it is a very visual platform. So if I'm doing one again back to the jewelry business and I have some bracelets, I want to take nice clear photography of my bracelets, just like you would for anything else, your advertising or whatnot, and you want to put it into that image, which you can use any of those any free tools for PicMonkey, Canva, or any paid tools if you want to do that as well. Then you're going to want to make sure that that the description in the image, so you want to save it under something that's not like Samsung camera 1872, you want to change it to Spring Trends, um, Katrina's Jewelry 2016, or something that would be really enticing. When you put it into your blog post or wherever you're putting it from, then you can also change the alt tag and put that a nice description as there as well. So again, like, um, uh, know someone who's having a wedding, check out this bracelet, something blue for the bride. 
you know, whatever would go well with your branding there. However, if you don't have your own content uh, creation platform, you don't have a blog on your site, you can still pin things to Pinterest by uploading the pins directly to your board, but just make sure you put a link of wherever you want them to go to. So then that way, if you have an Etsy shop or something like that, you can have the nice pinnable image, that nice big rectangle with the clear image, and then you can have edit it so that instead of going to like, kind of nowhere just to the image itself, you can have it going to the Etsy shop, like the link, so they can directly go and buy it. Right. So basically the idea is that it's not necessarily that you're sharing to be shared or any of that. Is the more you have your content on there consistently with really good search terms so that you come up in this search engine of content, then the people who are finding you who think what you have to say is interesting with this nice picture, they're going to repin. So really the trick is to just be found in search. Right. And it's just and it's just like anything else that the more people see your stuff, the more of them are going to go and they're going to click it to get back to what it is that you're making. You know, it's always, it's always hard to kind of try to get people's attentions and to get them to come through. So the more that we're putting our own stuff out there, the more that we're telling people, no, like this is super legitimate, like you want to be checking this out, the more they're going to be doing that. And then from there, that's when you use all your other tips and tricks in your toolbox and you get them to convert into your sales. Awesome. You mentioned to me that there are some tools out there that can help the, uh, the busy entrepreneur maybe make this a little bit easier for them. Absolutely. There's a few different ones. If you do quite a bit of content creation, one of them you're going to want to look at is Ahology. It's a free platform. They are a Pinterest marketing partner. It is, um, because it's free, they do have kind of a application process you need to go through and they don't accept everyone. But if they see that you've got some great things going on and they can see you make some good quality images, they'll accept you through. Now the benefit of that one, aside from the fact that it's free, is that once I pin something, and because it's a schedule tool, and schedule it through the Ahology platform, then it will be there for other people in, in Ahology to use. So there, then I have to schedule and pin out other people's stuff as well. So it makes it really nice and easy, all in one interface. You don't actually have to go to Pinterest to do it. You can do it all through Ahology. So it's like a content curation tool. It helps you not only curate or share your own stuff and schedule it, it helps give you ideas on other people's stuff to share. Absolutely. And then that way, you, and you know everyone's good because they've been vetted, right? Okay. We've been with them for years, and um, so I've never seen a bad pin there. Okay. Another one is Board Booster. That's a paid option. The great thing about Board Booster is, again, it's a scheduling tool. You make up secret boards. And so, for example, I can do like the spring trends and I can loop it. So I put in, say I have 10 pins. I can say I want one pin a day from that board to go on to, you know, eight of these different boards and then it will loop it automatically for me so then just and then once it runs out I just need to tell it to do it again so that way I'm not having to physically repin everything board booster will do that for me and they will also help give you um, SEO tips and tricks when it comes to Pinterest uh, different keywords to use in your board titles and board descriptions anything you're missing that sort of thing as well so they're a good one and then the third one I'd recommend is actually one I just started using this week and I'm really liking it. It's another paid option. It's called Tailwind. 
and it's made through Pinterest. So if you have any concerns about using a third party, because let's face it, we all know how that can be on other platforms, right? right. That yeah. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I don't like third parties. Um, Tailwind is the platform from Pinterest. So you know they're going to like their own stuff. And it's very similar as well. It's a scheduling tool. It tells you the what times a day that your um, people that are pinning your stuff like to pin it at so that you can schedule it out from there. And they have little things called tribes so you can get together with like-minded business people that are in the similar niche and kind of pin things to your tribe so that you can all share each other's stuff on a mutual thing. You do need to do a little bit of work, but again, we're talking with all of these, I schedule about... 70 to 80 pins plus a live pin a day and I probably take about an hour and a half a week on Pinterest. Great because that was going to be my next question. How much time is all that going to take? Excellent. <laughs> and, and, that, and you don't have to do all three. There's other options as well viral tagging them but I just they're not as popular and I don't really know um, I don't have that first-hand knowledge on what they do so I wouldn't okay. really I focus on these three. And in terms of a paid option is it very expensive? Is it affordable? Tailwind, I believe it was $120 for the year. Uh, board Booster is around $5 a month. And then the Ology is free. Okay. Again, just choose one to start with and then just kind of go from there. See if you, if you don't have thousands of pins like I do, then you don't need to have like this much. Like three is a little overboard for most people. But choose one. Um, if you know, try try the free op free option first if you want, just to get your feet wet, and then kind of go from there. Okay. Do you have any other tips, just general Pinterest tips that you would have people take into consideration if they're going to go and spend some time focusing on Pinterest? Just take an hour if you're not already on Pinterest. Go look, find you know what whatever your business is. Search it in the search bar. Like the very first thing that I ever do before I cook anything is I search for it in Pinterest, right? See if people are looking for what you have to offer to see if it's going to be worth your time there, right? And you want to just when you're doing it, that give it the time it needs to kind of go through and cycle. So make sure that you set up the time. The first time you set up, the, you know, 10 boards, you want to put like probably at least 20 pins per board of other people's stuff. You're taking a few hours there, but once you have that kind of baseline platform all set up, then it's going to be much easier to manage and control afterwards because you're really only going to be pinning and scheduling from then on. Gotcha. Well, that's awesome. I'm going to put links to all of the things that you mentioned in the show notes. And if people want to follow you and what you're doing and see what you're doing on Pinterest, maybe, um, I will put links to that. Is there anything else that you want to tell people about in terms of where to find you? If you want to learn more about Pinterest, I do a few episodes on my podcast, Sandbox Success, which you can find through sandboxesuccess.com. As well, I get a little bit more into detail with the stats and that sort of thing. This was just a really broad how um, Pinterest can help you. But there's a lot there's a lot you can go into to deep dive or you can do the bare minimum and still get what you need out of it. I'm a big fan of stats, right? I want to know if, I, if what I'm doing is worth my time. You need to be checking the numbers to see what's happening. So I will link to your podcast, but I will also specifically link to that episode on Pinterest stats. And if, if we can get the link to that in there, I think that'll be really useful to people. Perfect. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I, I learned a lot. I am sure everybody else did. So we'll have all those links in the show notes. And I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. I loved it too. You have an excellent day. Thanks. That was a great episode with Katrina, and she offered a lot of great tips on how to get more traffic to your website using Pinterest. There are so many great tools out there, and just knowing that you need to be posting your content into boards, not just once, but multiple boards, multiple times, right there is a great tip. I'm going to post links to all of the different tools that she mentioned, so come on over to the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash 31. I'm also going to link to the podcast episodes for her podcast, where she goes in depth on things like Pinterest statistics. I know I'm going to be pinning more. I hope you'll be pinning more. Come on over to the show notes and let me know where I can find your pins so I can check them out. LaraWellman.com slash podcast slash 31. As always, you can also find the links to subscribe and I would really appreciate a review and a share so that more people can enjoy and listen to this show. Until next time, I'll see you online.